0: Lewis, you've got a question you want to ask me? Yes. Go on then. What are desert islands? What's a desert island? Yeah. That's a piece of land in the middle of the sea. Okay. Would you like to get stuck on one? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Just Winging It. So this is the first episode I'm very excited but also very nervous and I am pleased to say that I have the lovely Annabelle Carrington with me. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) She's agreed to be my first victim. (laughs) So so I'm only joking, not victim really, (laughs) I hope. Who knows eh? Sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. guinea pig, (laughs) however you like to put (laughs) it. But and the reason I've asked Annabelle to join me is um, Annabelle has been running businesses throughout her parenting life, so, you've been self employed for a long time. A long time. Mm. Um, and obviously, a parent. Yes. So, parent to uh, Mabel, Mabel, who
1: is uh, 20 next month. 20? Yeah, I don't quite know how that happens. No. But... <laughs> did you blink? Yeah, you say, I think that's I? what it was. <laughs> yeah, I looked away for a second
0: and now she's almost 20. Wow. Yeah. So at university? Yes, in London. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, and you're currently owner of Carrington? Yes, that's so what, right. what's Carrington?
1: Uh, Carrington is a strategy company um, working with tech and arts and culture, luxury and third sector. Um And it's I basically use business and brand strategy to help companies reach their goals. So it includes things like branding, um, brand voice, tone of voice, positioning, and PR. Right. Wow. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's exciting and and I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Well, it's obviously, you know, being the owner as well, kind of doing it all on your own as well as obviously trying to be there for a 20-year-old. That must be tough. Uh, it's busy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never a dull moment. No, I, mean. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, I'm sitting here thinking, oh God, fast forward how many years? and oh, Two of them. <laughs> oh, <God." Yeah. laughs> Are boys worse than girls when it comes to being twenty? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have that <laughs> comparison to
1: hand, so I don't. I, I really don't know. Um, it's it's different. They don't they don't stop needing you. Yeah um obviously the way in which they need you is different I think when they're babies yeah they need you in such a practical hands-on way and that's exhausting because it is very you know it's you're doing a lot physically doing a lot with them not sleeping as much as you need to yeah and then as they get older their needs become more complicated I think so whilst as they get older and progress through different stages of school, you start to see some of your time. Yeah, that's one of mine, screaming, Squisham in the background I yeah, so yeah, on know, cue,
0: ambience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, you start to feel some of your time coming back to you. Yeah, um, it's the way in which they need you is is it's is different and and more complicated and yeah. So yeah. it's 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 very it's fascinating, I
0: think can imagine because obviously now 20 like she must have all her own ideas and her own life i guess she's very much got her own life i i thought when
1: she went away to university that it would be um a kind of like the typical going away to university thing you yeah know? so she'd be away at term time and she'd come back every few weeks with her washing and then <laughs> she'd and then she'd come home during the holidays yeah and stuff like that but she is <clears throat> she's very much like i was at her age, even though obviously she's, she's very much herself. Um, what I mean is she's extremely independent and just wanted to get on with things. Right. So she's gone to London and, and that's it, really. London yeah. as well. I, think, <laughs> she's, she, I took her to London and thought I'd see her in a few weeks. But she's made her life there. I'm so proud of her. She's, she's, she's really thrown herself into it. She adores London Yeah, and she she's got her very much her life in London now and she's which is an incredibly mature thing for her
0: yeah definitely. to have done and
1: obviously I still support her in lots of different ways but she's she's very much got her own her own life yeah, you know, um, yeah. and is, but, is really getting on with things and pushing herself forward you know
0: because that's one of the things that I always think of how would I feel knowing I've been 20 You know, and all the things I did when I was twenty. I try not to think. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Like, I just honestly, that's the thing that bothers me. Obviously, mine are nearly five, and I think they're the things that I just kind of think about as they're growing up. Mm. Like, oh god, I don't want them to make the same mistakes I made. Mm. But then at the same time, you have to—you've got to have to let them, and they'll make different mistakes.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you'll see them—you'll see the mistakes coming.
0: Yeah, but
1: I think also, I think you have to have a level of confidence as well in what you've given them and trust that they, that you've given them the tools to be able to navigate the mistakes that they will make. Yeah. Um, and that, and that they'll be okay. And I think to know that, you know, as long as they know that you are there, Unconditionally, whatever mistakes they make, and that they can always come to you, and that that will always be okay.
0: Yeah, that's then, what really matters.
1: Exactly, then yeah. they've got the security then to go out and make the mistakes, and know that they they're never on their own. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just that trust, isn't it? It I is. Guess. Yeah. Do you remember um, your reaction then when you found out you were pregnant?
1: there's um a story around around that oh, really <laughs> that, that makes me sound slightly mad
0: <laughs> well, well you're gonna have to share it now You can't say that i'm not sure
1: but i'm yeah i'm gonna tell it anyway because yeah, it's the truth it. because it's it's what happened right yeah. so uh so mabel was planned okay um and How old were you when you had Mabel? Do my Uh I was twenty nine when I got. Pregnant. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um and um, so yeah, she was planned and um, conceived straight away. Right. Um, so very fortunate. Yeah. Um, and I know the exact day that she was. Really. That she was conceived. Wow. Um and, the that night. I had I went to sleep and dreamt about her. Uh, what,
0: about, about Mabel? Yes.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. And when I woke up the next morning, I knew that I was pregnant and that she was with me and that she she was a she and that she was called Mabel. Right. And I'd seen her in my dream. God, I sound just... <laughs> no,
0: no, it's fascinating. I am like an absolute... It's fascinating. I knew it like was twins. Some new age... N- lunatic. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I knew I was having twins before they told me. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know how. You just, I
1: just, well, I yeah. just knew it was. Yeah. Uh,
0: it was weird. I even joked with Matt and said, Oh, do you know I, th- I think it might be twins." And he was like, "Nah, give over." So, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't yeah. believe it. Yeah. So
1: I, I knew, I knew I was, mm. and um, and within a, a you know a matter of three weeks, I had. Like the superhero senses, I could hear cars that were five miles away
0: and smell, <laughs> you know, smell oranges that were on the other side of a field. Or, well, you know. So it's like some sort of um what's that vampire movie when she's pregnant and she gets all like a random craving for blood? Like, it's yeah. like where is this going? <laughs>
1: I suppose they're, they're primitive things, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, of course they're, they are. They're, comf- they're evolutionally primitive things yeah. that are to do with being able to protect.
0: Isn't that your what baby? cravings are as yeah, well? Exactly. Like cravings are all that, exactly. Like that, so
1: um, yeah, so uh, so I was so I was ha- very happy, obviously thrilled, and uh, and excited, and also very um, aware that there was a person growing inside of me, yeah. you know and that's quite a strange experience yeah i
0: find it really alien i always have i've yeah. always been like almost like i've had a phobia of pregnant women like my friends when they found out i was pregnant were just just laughing at me because they're like how are you gonna deal with that like i hate <laughs> being around pregnant women i are like i do really genuinely find it weird yeah so yeah <laughs> it's it's like oh what is what what is inside and yeah but I
1: found yeah, I found the the kind of the intimacy but the the unknownness of it, mm-hmm. those two things combined were quite strange to deal with. So knowing that it's in my body, yeah. this thing is happening in my body, but also I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know biologically what yeah, was going yeah. on. It you know, <laughs> wasn't a t- complete mystery.
0: <laughs> um, growing a melon <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> As if it were that easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you just
1: kind of, was she alright? Yeah. And things like that? Was everything going okay? Yeah. And very aware, immediately very aware of the responsibility that I had around my material self. Yeah. You know, not just for me, but for somebody else who had had no say in it. Yeah. And I now had this huge responsibility. I got very, very bad morning sickness. Really? And realised that the only, and I eat very healthily, always have done, and it, suddenly the only things I could keep down were donuts <laughs> and orange fizzy tango, do you remember that?
0: How random. Foul, absolutely foul. <laughs> Especially as a combination. Yeah, like, exactly. oh. <laughs> Literally,
1: all I keep down, and I was became really frightened because I thought this is awful yeah. I should be you know giving amazing <laughs> the sugar. nutrition does she to, love sugar to, no, no no that's um, funny no. Um, <laughs> I should be giving amazing nutrition to my child you know yeah. just uh, eating all the bananas and you know and
0: all of that kind of thing so random
1: and um uh, and, and I was just like oh, it all I can keep down are these two things otherwise I'm just projectile
0: vomiting everywhere it's horrible um, isn't it um, but then the
1: midwife reassured me that um it's fine because you have uh, you as as fertile women um you have um always have 3 months store of nutrition for your baby
0: All at right. any
1: given time um just in case again that's a primitive thing apparently oh just in case you get pregnant and then there's a shortage of food the baby will be looked after you've always got a 3 month store of, of food in inverted yeah. ones, um for them well so, um so that was learned that. something there yeah, i <laughs> didn't know
0: that <laughs> yeah. so
1: um so that was so i was fine after that um, yeah but yeah so it was um it was a it was a challenging pregnancy really i was gonna the, ask that. i'm very small framed and by the time i was 16 weeks pregnant old ladies were stopping me in the street. And putting their hand on my on my belly and going, okay. not long now. Love. Why do
0: they always do that? Oh, I know. When like, you get pregnant not okay. everyone
1: the, the general public They the
0: think you could touch just you. just
1: feel like you're this this public property that they can just
0: Yeah yeah start yeah.
1: touching and giving Had a lot of t- it as well. Yeah, life. exactly.
0: Wow, well, you must be due to drop tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Now I've got three months left, thanks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, so I became I became huge um which and it was the, it was two thousand and three, so it was the hottest summer for thirty years, so it was really quite a challenge, yeah you know? got gotcha. um, and then um then she th- mabel threatened to come at thirty weeks um and i sp- ended up spending the weekend in in hospital. they wow. thought that I, she was I was gonna give birth then, so they gave me um injections to mature her lungs. Right. Um, and just in case she did come, but then she didn't in the end. And they wanted to keep me in hospital. Right, because um, that's,
0: that's like 10 weeks. So yeah. Yeah, that's I, a long and, time. And I
1: just said, I'm not, I'm just not doing this. Oh.
0: Um
1: <clears throat> But luckily, we lived near the hospital mm. at the time. So I said, look, I'm going to check myself out. Yeah. I'm going to go home because I'll be happier and more relaxed there. Yeah, definitely. If anything happens we'll come back yeah. um, because we're two minutes down the road.
0: And I think you know, don't you, because you get those maternal instincts that you're like, oh, they've not moved or... Yeah, exactly. you know, And you just pick up on those little things yeah. and you're like, something doesn't feel right, but you yeah. can't... I mean, even now, sometimes I'm like, he's not right, he's not right, but I never know why, mm. but you usually I'm right. Yeah,
1: exactly, because those instincts are there for a reason. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so... Um, uh, so yeah, you checked yourself out of the hospital. Then yeah, they said on okay, with... but
1: you can't go out. They said you have to stay at home. You can't go. It's just like bed rest. Yeah, you're <sighs> gonna have to wow. stop the water skiing and the, <laughs> the parachuting and the you know and stop
0: jumping off bridges. No and... more bungee jumping. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know
1: all <laughs> of that. And um, so I reluctantly agreed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can see you doing all of that yeah. as well. To be fair, Annabelle. I really could. Like... <laughs>
1: um uh yeah so then I was uh so then I was uh had a very kind of Victorian confinement <laughs> God, yeah. and wow. then uh and then as it turned out she came uh four weeks later so she was premature
0: right okay um yeah so how was that like premature because I have a couple of friends that have had premature yeah. babies obviously we're 2022 now that's quite a way on from Mm. where you were yeah and I imagine a lot's advanced since then so yeah what were do you know what the like probability was did they say like what the chances
1: were well apparently they can't assess that when it's your first
0: right they don't they don't know and
1: that's why they couldn't tell me afterwards what my likelihood was of having another premature baby right um if I got pregnant again so they said because we've got no because she's your first We've got no way of knowing if this was just one of those things mm. or if this this is just the way you're built. I had had uh not in the same period of time, but I had had a couple of miscarriages
0: right okay.
1: before, so I don't know you know, yeah. I, I, and I've got no way of knowing what what would have happened, but, but um, she's here and she but she was yeah, so it was it, that was um. You know when you're pregnant and you go to all the appointments and you're given this very kind of reassuring picture Mm. of what things are going to be like. And it's entirely understandable why they do that, especially when it's your first. And they say, this is what will happen and it will be smooth and it will be fine and here's your birth plan and what Mm. do you want to happen when you have a baby and all of these things. And then that all goes in the bin because stuff happens and no two pregnancies are the same no not at all so so then mabel was born and she immediately had to be taken and resuscitated
0: oh god um that must have been
1: terrifying for you i I just remember um because i'd done it without any drugs at all wow um yeah, (laughs) yeah i'll tell you something else there was there was um there was one point, I remember, halfway through the, about halfway through the labour where I heard this noise and I thought, what on earth is that noise? It sounded like an animal being tortured. Oh, God. <laughs> and I thought, that's an awful noise. What is that? And then I realised it was coming from me.
0: <laughs> oh, that's me making that noise. Because this is horrendous. I to bit, some of the noises, you just like wow! I did not know I was capable <laughs> of no, <with> that. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so, so so yeah. So without pain relief, just standing in the middle of a room, going well, right. Let's get this done. True like Annabelle form. Right. Let's get on with this. <laughs> um, but then at the end, I lay on the on the bed. And mm. and she was born and then she was immediately taken and resuscitated. And I just remember, I think I froze. Yeah. I just remember sitting there just watching them and it was like, almost like an out-of-body it does, experience. It's so
0: bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. I, um, I remember that with the boys because, I mean, for me, like, there was always a plan of this could go wrong. Yeah. In twin pregnancy, yeah. it is very yeah, much course. from the very beginning you know you are expected that you might not make the due date and things might they might come early and yeah yeah, there's lots of risks you're in you see them you get scanned like twice as often as as normal so it was all and I think that probably is one of the reasons why I didn't quite attach to them because I was constantly told that there is a risk everything's looking great but there's always a risk. Yeah. Even when it came to the birth, it was very much we want to C-section. We want C-section. Right. And it was like you don't really have a choice. We want a C-section. Mm. And my midwives were all like, "You do have a choice, mm. and we can do it yeah. naturally if you want." Yeah. And I went naturally, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. But you know, it is very much a. Uh, it's too risky. It's too risky. Mm. So we'll do it this way. Mm. So yeah, it's quite interesting. But I remember being very out of body, and yeah. even to the point where. I couldn't even remember a lot of it. No. Matt's kind of filled in a lot of the blanks, yeah. and then yeah. you're like, "Oh right, yeah, yeah, that did happen. Oh yeah, I remember that." And mm. you know, so yeah, it's it's just a weird.
1: There are, <clears throat> I mean, people that know me know that I, I'm known for my memory. I've got right. memory like a like an elephant. Right. But there are bits around that period of time that are quite hazy because she had to go into NICU, which was neonatal intensive care. Yeah. And I think I was, I was in a bit of shock of, of you know about about labour because it's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> God,
0: it's a, yeah, it's a shocking. It's thing. horrific. I will never yeah. pin a nice picture of labour because it is not. Think, what the hell was that? <laughs> Maybe the C section would have been a bit more uh, <laughs> a pin a nice picture, but no, the uh, natural labour was the oh, it was horrific. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah. there's so there's the kind of what the hell just happened to my body? Thing. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I've lost my centre of gravity as well. So it's just like, Yeah, that's where, the weirdest thing. <laughs> where am I? How do I actually locate myself in space?
0: <laughs> so, so true. Which is really, really weird feeling. It's that moment where you kind of stand up after giving birth and you're like, well, okay, that's not as heavy anymore. And yeah. You, you're like that Mr. Wobble. Yeah, exactly. like, Oh, just... I
1: thought that bit of my body was on the other side, but no, apparently
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre um
1: so kind of so i was mentally i think i was situated somewhere between that and then a fierce protective instinct of her because she was a nikku yeah and and i wanted to be the person to kind of manage the crisis you know and, and be there but then also just being terrified yeah. and physically not able to do what i wanted to do yeah because of what my body had just been through, so it was, was quite a strange experience. And without looking it up, I have no idea
0: how long she was in NICU.
1: No. For now, because a lot of that is quite, is quite hazy.
0: Yeah. Um. I guess it's just survival to... mode, isn't it? Yeah. But at that point, for her and for you, yeah. You know, yeah. just get through each each hour. But then,
1: once she got home. Oh my god! She just she went
0: for it. In she, terms yeah. of,
1: right, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. I'm alive. I'm out. I'm
0: here. I'm, I'm living should, it. I'm in the world. Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so she just piled on the weight and ate for
0: England. Yeah, yeah. So tango was, and um, donuts. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, all round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, she was practically without being wanted to be too. Um, open about it yeah. she's practically attached to me <laughs> <laughs> all of the time <laughs> but we need more food now mommy. yeah need more food now oh okay all right.
0: <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> so fast forward then mm. um you know maybe a couple of months however to you know that time you are home things are a bit more normal um how how was that first kind of year as a adjusting to being a parent and obviously at the time were you running your own business then or i was self-employed yes. Yes. yeah yes yeah i was a
1: freelancer at that point so
0: that must have been that's difficult because obviously i i don't know how maternity works with that like do you save a bit of money up to support yourself during that or is it just government <laughs> there no. was
1: there was a kind of a
0: statutory
1: maternity pay not much thing though, at the time but it was like I, I off the
0: top of my head i think it was a couple of hundred quid a month so which is nothing no it's, yeah. it's hard to adjust to yeah I mean I, I had statutory and I think mean, you go from living a certain lifestyle mm. to then becoming a mum to mm. being like oh crap I've got no money neither yeah. <laughs> like, it's, yeah it's like and you want to do all these things with your child yeah it's a really difficult yeah. kind of time I think so I remember I mean
1: the first because she was premature if you think the first kind of um first few months she wasn't even supposed to have been born yet
0: yeah yeah cool. So she spent
1: a lot of time asleep she right. was either asleep or eating yeah that was pretty much pretty <laughs> eat much,
0: sleep poo
1: repeat that was pretty much the way it went for the first few months with her this she was it was like it was her job yeah you know i i need to kind of get to the point where i would have been if i'd gone full term so i need to just eat as much as i can yeah sleep as much as i can yeah. and you do the rest <laughs> fair so, play I remember um I remember a lot of the time her being sleeping on my shoulder while I sat at my desk yeah. and worked. Right, well wow. um and and I think I didn't help myself in some ways because I was so I was so um uh amazed by her. I couldn't from the moment she was born, I just and before then, I I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't yeah. I couldn't believe how amazing she was. I mean, everyone said to me, you know, you must sleep when she sleeps.
0: Oh, yeah, they all say that. (laughs) It's a lot of rubbish. Yeah,
1: isn't it, (laughs) Jess? But also, I spent a lot of time... I mean, it's so silly now, and it sounds so sort of overly mushy, but she'd fall asleep, and I'd just lie there watching her, just going, wow...
0: You do find yourself doing that. Wow, I
1: can't believe it. You were amazing. You were amazing. You're this whole new person. I can't believe it. And I was so excited (laughs) by that. And so, uh, you know, um, uh, kind of humbled by it that I didn't sleep very much. No. Um, And I'm I'm an insomniac anyway, so I kind of was used to that to some extent. And I've always been able to sort of manage that, but... Yeah so it was there was a lot of um yeah a lot of time spent with her on my shoulder or feeding eating yeah. while I was while I was working basically yeah. um and at times that got quite exhausting
0: yeah because um, it's it's i mean it's a different kind of tired isn't it, it when really you've is. had a baby it's like no yeah. tired you've ever experienced yeah. and yeah that getting used to it but that you your mind as well like your your brain cuz they say um and i can't quote this but i read something about um the a, a woman's brain changes when she, she has a baby it does and it does. and it i mean when i read that so many things became clear mm-hmm. you know just just even things where relationships like you know things that were really important to me before the boys Mm. suddenly didn't matter as much anymore and I couldn't work out why and then when I read that and Mm. saw the change in yeah the the areas of your brain and what gets larger and what shrinks and I was like oh my god that makes so much sense yeah so working whilst you're obviously adjusting through all of that as well Mm. that must have been tough
1: yeah, it was it, it it was a challenge, and there were certain elements of things where I just thought I don't feel the same about this anymore. Mm. You know, this doesn't feel as important. Yeah. Um, but I think at that time it was just a question of, of, I was quite happy at that point. I think I to just take things one day at a time. I'm very much someone who is a, kind of always thinking about. Okay, what's the next stage of my career? What can I do yeah. next? Yeah. Um, but I think probably for the first two years, at least of Mabel's life, I was just quite happy to just, to, um, to take things one day at a time and do, just get on with the things that I was getting on with and keep it ticking over. Um, so that I could focus on her and just kind of let the career thing do its own thing for 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 a a, a little while and then think okay i'll I'll think about that in a little bit
0: did you ever think that you could just stay at home like to be a stay-at-home mom um no
1: no no i think i think some people thought i was and that's the difficulty with being self-employed yeah um or or running your business I I was freelance at the time as I've said but mm. I, I think that is one of the challenges with it because people know because I was freelance so I worked at home and that worked very well I mean in some ways uh, I sort of designed it like that as well so that I could be there for her more yeah um but other people make a lot of assumptions around yeah. that and they don't necessarily treat it in the same way that they would if I you know was going to an office every day
0: yeah, um, I can imagine and so that. So
1: people would just pop round, and mm. for a coffee, unannounced,
0: and to come and see the baby and
1: Yeah, yeah. And I had to kind of set boundaries and yeah. say, I'm at work. Yeah, I'm working. Yes, Mabel is here, and uh, but I'm I'm not. You know, I'm not sitting around watching Jeremy Kyle. Yeah, you know? no. <laughs>
0: No, i probably more on what Teletubbies or something. Yeah, exactly. You're probably watching
1: the exactly. kids' TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it was so that was a challenge actually. That was more of a challenge in some ways. I think educating the people around me about what was going on was a greater challenge to me than kind of the juggle of yeah. Mabel and me. Yeah. Um, as she got older and more active, and you know. Awake for more hours. Mm. That became more of a challenge, but yeah. there was still the thing around, you know, educating people around me about what I was actually doing. Yeah, you know. Um, so,
0: what as she got older and it became more of a challenge? In what way? Why? um I think.
1: Uh, well, a, a memory that sticks out for me is I remember I was on a on a deadline for something that was so important. It was such a big thing to me, and. Um, and she was about three, four, maybe, and was just, I mean, my dad used to call her the human dynamo, you know, just so full, so there, you know, so there, which she still there? is, and I just adore that about her, she's so present in yeah. life, you know, and, um, and, and I was saying to her, I really, really have to get this, you know, I really have to get this work done, and you know what toddlers are like, God, yes. you know, you, you just, you set something for them, and you think, right? Well, that's an hour. Ten minutes later,
0: they've, they've done yeah,
1: it. Yeah, have done it, and they're on to the next thing. Right? What can we do now, Mummy? What about this? What about this? That
0: was my pandemic life.
1: Yeah, exactly. Two of them. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I just remember I went out and bought um, a box set of Charlie and Lola. Oh yeah, yeah. A load of strawberries. Yeah. And a load of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat her in front of this box set, well, obviously feeling the attendant
0: guilt. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Mum guilt, it, brilliant. It, it, it,
1: by putting them in, fr- in front of the screen. Yeah. like, darling, you're the most important thing in the world to mm. me. However. <laughs> yeah.
0: i <laughs> just right need now, to sometimes. I, need, need, I to... need to
1: sit and do this work. And mm. I really need to get this finished today. Yeah. And, um... You know, but you can watch as much Charlie and Lola as you like, and you know that would really help, Mummy. Yeah. If you do that, and there's some colouring here that you can do as well. I'm just over there. You do that. You, this will be your work. Mummy's doing her work. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, yeah, and then we'll we'll go for a walk later on. Yeah. And then she went all right, Mummy. And but I but the anxiety and the stress <gasps> yeah. around knowing I had to get this thing done. By, say four o'clock that day mm. and and that if she was if she didn't kind of do that yeah I was going to be you know I was going to have a, an issue yeah you know now luckily she just kind of she got absorbed with Charlie and Lola and yeah. started drawing a massive picture and I mean, to was, be
0: fair I get absorbed with Charlie and Lola it's, so it's you know, pretty good it is, it is pretty it's, good it's, especially it's if it's TV goes features, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean, you yeah. Know. What's
1: not to like? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, luckily, you know, she was great that day. Yeah. But it's the anxiety of you can't predict.
0: No. You know, and it, and you mentioned the mum guilt as well. And I mean, I mean, where's that even come from? Mm. You know, mm. who actually creates that? Do we do that to ourselves, or is that you know, is it social media? Is it what is it? You know, what makes I us feel guilty it's... about? You know, like you know, I love my husband, and um, you know, good. he loves his kids, <laughs> but you know, he doesn't feel it. He doesn't feel guilty. No. no. And that's and I, I it really gets my gut sometimes. I'm yeah. like, how? Why can I not mm. switch off and not feel that for for providing? You yeah. know, I'm going out there and I'm working. And, yeah.
1: and, and that's a great model
0: that you're showing them as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a really good model. Exactly, and we, you know, we always use language like I try to say you know, I'm going to work and if they, well, I don't want you to go to work. Well, mummy wants to go to work. Yeah. It's not, yeah. I have to. No, I want you know, to. I want to. So
1: they see that you are a person as well, you know, separate from them. Yeah. As well as their mummy. Which
0: definitely. is really important. Yeah. Really important. But there's definitely times where it's just like, you feel like you said, you know, the, the mum guilt of putting her in front of the chocolate and the strawberries. Mm. And so many times I've bribed the yeah. boys for things and yeah. then thought oh god screen time yeah geez that's like a biggie in it yeah. out there yeah. but yeah but why
1: the guilt yeah well why? i think it's i don't think it's social media i think social media probably doesn't help no but i think it compounds it but i think this existed before social media did yeah. and i think it's i think it's simply an extension of the cultural um kind of pressures and judgment that are on women generally you know you're either too fat too thin too tall too short um you know too shy too extroverted you know know, yeah there's never
0: anything that's just right never right right,
1: now you're either you know you're either you know too too much of something or not enough of Mm. something um and I think it's just an extension of of that and there is this idea of the perfect mother i think there's an awful lot of um there's an awful lot of um uh oh, i can't think of the word sorry cause we're recording right don't
0: worry don't worry it's fine um, there's oh
1: there's an awful lot bound up culturally in the idea of the mother mm. and i think society has a lot of investment in the idea of what that means yeah it um, wasn't the like old advertisements like today. yeah, exactly and it's a very it's it's we still i think there's a there's a almost a conspiracy of silence around around the idea of anything other than a kind of a perfect maternal idea and we're still there's a there's still taboo around things like um you know you know not being this This perfect Mm. mother who can do everything and is always always looks perfect is an amazing cook and and you know knows how to do all the fantastic games with their
0: child. Always has energy. Is always happy. Yeah, because like that person exists for real. Never
1: never is irritable.
0: No, I'm not.
1: (laughs) Bonds with their child immediately. Mm. Always adores them. Yeah. Um, Never kind of thinks I want to run away. No. And live by
0: myself. Yeah, <laughs> I genuinely do <laughs> not know. think that woman exists. No, of course not. If, she if everybody was she honest with and themselves, she I think
1: y yeah, I think you might be onto something. I think she might be a Madison Avenue creation. she yeah. might be something from the nineteen forties and fifties. Yeah. Um, but that's it's really unhelpful. Yeah,
0: I mean, um, God, I'm definitely not. I don't think anybody sees me as any anything like that. I like chaos erupted tonight when we were. 10 minutes late for yoga and it was like running in like and every week I am always the last <laughs> just like I'm running in like and then we're still just like bloody hell how does she even get through life like <laughs> I honestly... turned up on the
1: school run once with tree in my hair
0: tree <laughs>
1: <laughs> what just 10 minutes late tree in my hair I just thought and people looking
0: at me and I just went I don't care <laughs> yeah. that's I don't the best care. attitude don't
1: ask me yeah. I don't care who yeah. she is I will see you later
0: <laughs> yeah I genuinely just I mean last night we we were having tea and I'd left some passata on the side you know just mm. the cat and stuff yeah and uh Lewis picked it up and was like mummy uh, can I have some of this tomato and before I could even say anything it squirted it He turned around to me, it was all over his face, like genuinely up to his eyeballs and all down his top, everywhere, all over the kitchen, and all I could do was laugh. Oh, God. Fun bit now. Okay. Yeah. Not that it hasn't already been fun, I think we've had a pretty good laugh. (laughs) It's it's been a party. tricky one um okay. because i imagine in the 20 years um, mabel's probably said a lot of funny things but is there anything any one thing or anything that you can remember that was really funny that really stood out
1: that's a really really hard question because she is she is really funny she's naturally a very yeah. funny person and she's always made me laugh a lot and still does um she's got amazing comedy timing um but I could think of one thing that that stands out. I can't bring to mind any one particular thing. But she is, yeah. She just makes me laugh so much. She's so so funny. That's Got good. An amazing sense of humor. When she was still at home, it was a lot of laughter in the house. Yeah, with her and me. You know? I think that's
0: so important. Yeah, yeah, I love we that. We used to giggle a lot. Like Lewis is still a little do. comedian. We still do. Yeah, <laughs> but I love that. Yeah. It? I love that it literally makes me giggle every yeah. day. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. it is definitely. Yeah. So, if you had to go on a desert island with Mabel, mm-hmm. what three things would you take? Now, this is probably going to be easier for you because she's 20, so you probably, I bet you've got like a love of books together or something.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, but my but. first my first thing, my absolute first thing, and I don't know if you're gonna let me have this <laughs> is can I have a bathroom with a never-ending supply of luxury toiletries? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well please. I mean, would you let me have grandma? <laughs> I mean, you know, I would really have to take grandma with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> technically she's not a thing. <laughs> So if you if yeah. you can agree on that, then yeah, you, right, fine. Yeah. You can have Absol- the bathroom. Oh, thank you. That was <laughs> <laughs> that one or two things. That's somewhere? one thing.
1: That's one thing, and it's essential. I think I think it's essential for both me and Mabel. I yeah. when I was her age, I would have been fine without that. I don't think for a second that she would. She would need the bathroom and the luxury toiletries. <laughs> uh, um, but I've I've. I, when i was younger i've slept in far too many tents and on beaches and even on a roof once. Yeah. so it's just i'm you know i don't feel the need to ever do that again no, so fair play. um yeah a, a very nice bathroom. A little bit of bathroom comfort then yeah i need to okay. be able to brush my teeth have a shower wash my hair smell generally
0: nice <laughs> even though there's nobody else but you two I, don't there. <laughs> I don't care
1: i don't care it's just a, a basic standard that I do not wish to fall beneath. Thank you very much. Fair enough.
0: I will allow you to have that one. Thank you. Number two. I
1: will be eternally grateful. Um, the next, are there animals on the desert island? Um, Good question. I
0: wasn't prepared for that question. Well, well. well Is that my horse question? <laughs> no. <laughs> um. But, uh, there could, There could be. All right, well, okay. there probably will be. I All guess right. there always is, isn't there? Okay. There's always something like lost. There's always a bear or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: All right. I don't know how this is going to go down with the audience, but in that case, I'll take a gun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I'm there with my daughter. Yeah. I need to look after her. Defense. Exactly. Of course. Not just defense, but food
0: yeah oh yeah yeah so I need <laughs> my, my <laughs> friends are to you were there with food I'm thinking, I mean you've just been talking survival. about Mabel's hunger and how much she ate so I mean <laughs> yeah. yeah I imagine I'm you would probably need to shoot a I lot of animals I need to feed my child yes.
1: <laughs> so um so I'll need a gun so very that I, practical. Can, I am very practical yeah. yeah I'm brilliant in a crisis so yeah it's just the, re- just the rest of the time um <laughs> i'm um, not <laughs> so yes yeah, so i need a gun so that i can that, so that i can uh get meat basically okay. so that yeah. i can feed her and me fair enough um and then uh potentially a machete i feel like i might be trying, somewhat aggressive <laughs> here which I well I, no, you've got a lovely
0: bathroom. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I've got the best of both worlds here, going full bare grills, but yeah, you know, no, I like it. Bit it's, of Soho house thrown in yeah. there as well. Um, so
0: I mean, I wonder if I could get my mum to learn like kung fu or something before yeah, we went. You know, a bit yeah, self good defense. Idea. Good plan. You know, yeah, practical yeah. as well as yeah. You know, because as we know, going all, all bears <laughs> are martial arts experts. Well, so. yeah, you know. <laughs> She just karate chops a bear, like, exactly. in the right place. That's it. <laughs> right, now she goes, yeah, hey, and we're exactly. eating bear for where's, dinner. Where's barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd have to be on the
1: other list, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I'm thinking machete. <sighs> yeah. Uh, because I, even though I'm not an aggressive person, I hope you know me well enough yeah. to, 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 to be able to, to say that. Yeah, um, I'm to definitely. To reassure the yes. audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking machete would be good for the things that are not, that I can't shoot. Okay, right, yeah. So things like grass, yeah, <laughs> Trees. I mean, I mean, you probably could shoot small, trees. Smaller
0: animals. I'm not sure where that's going. Smaller animals that would just be blown <laughs> apart by bullets. Why do. I have an image of you chasing a rabbit with a machete now, and no one else. I know. Really I would can fashion a trap <laughs> for a rabbit. Ah right, yeah. Okay. But that's the other thing. I
1: need the machete to be able to, to cut to things, make the trap. Cut things down from trees. Wow,
0: Annabelle, you've really thought about this.
1: Make a shelter. Make make a bed without yeah. of various kind of twigs. For the and record, if
0: I'm ever stranded on a desert island, I hope it's with you. Also,
1: gutting, <laughs> like, fi- gutting fish. Wow, yeah,
0: definitely. We need
1: to be able to gut the fish. I didn't even think
0: about any of this. Prepare the meat that I've shot. <laughs> right?
1: So I need I need a machete or a hunting knife, that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, fair bathroom part. gun, machete. Nice. That's my combo.
0: I will miss the books.
1: Yeah. I will miss the books a
0: lot. Let's be honest, you'd end up burning them anyway. In
1: terms of I couldn't do that. No. But but in terms of survival, you know, the complete works of Shakespeare have limited value. Yeah. (laughs) When it comes to, you know, I need to I need to chop up bear that i've just shot or the hog or whatever it is I've whatever just, it is yeah, tiger warthog yeah. or wildebeest or who whatever. knows it's quite an array of yeah. wildlife could be anything on this island, or yeah a pelican <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a random pelican a flamingo burger <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> i can see that catching on oh
1: yeah
0: <laughs> okay annabelle mm-hmm. what would you say is your top piece of parenting advice um i think um there's a couple of things
1: really I think I would say relax and follow your instincts yeah and trust them bin the guilt yeah yeah bin the guilt as much as you can Yeah. Um, I think the the follow your instincts thing so when I was pregnant with Mabel there was a really um there was a book that had recently come out that was written I think by an ex nanny or something um and and it went it, it it went viral, you know, it sold sold thousands and thousands and thousands of copies and and was being touted as, like, this is how you do parenting. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And it was, and it was, it was everywhere. Mm. And it was really old school. It was really kind of, like, for me, it it kind of set you in opposition to your child. It almost regarded the baby as the enemy. And it was like, you know, you have to you have to lay down the law with your baby and you have to let them know who's in charge. Yeah, that's and so true. And get, you know, force a routine on them from day one. So that and it's basically amounted, you have to break the spirit of your child <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. until they yeah. understand that you are the dictator in the house. Yeah. Now... That felt now, I you know, I strongly believe that everybody has to do things their yeah, own way, yeah. Of course, every child is different, every yeah. family is different, and they all have different needs, and, yeah. And but at any given time, there is always something really prescriptive around mm. that says, This is how you must do it, and yeah. anything that deviates from that is just wrong, yeah. It's not different, it's just wrong. So, m- all of my instincts said, Don't do that, don't leave your premature baby yeah. <laughs> in a room by herself yeah. to cry herself to sleep. That's yes. cruel, yeah. you know, and all that's going to do is activate the primitive part of her brain that says, I'm in trouble, I'm scared, no one's yeah, coming. Yeah, of course. No yeah. one's coming to help me, and I yeah. i couldn't do yeah. that, you know. I wanted her to feel safe and cosy and loved and all of those things, so I ended up... Um, co-sleeping right with her until she was about a year and then obviously that that brought out the brigade of you know you're gonna kill your baby yeah. um you're gonna roll over and kill mm. your baby and it was it but it was wonderful it yeah. was and it worked for us exactly and that's it the was thing. right for us i completely accept not yeah. right for everyone but it was absolutely the right thing and also I found out at the time as well that there's a lot of research to show that co-sleeping is particularly beneficial for premature babies
0: right
1: so um and I think it's I really believe that that's one of the reasons she and I have a really close relationship and mm. I think it's it's partly to do with the fact that I was so adamant about following my instincts I thought I'm going to do what feels right for me what feels right her and for us as, yeah. a, as a duo, you know, yeah. us as a family and just and and stick by that and try and relax about it a bit yeah. as well um, and I am, so when I look back I'm so glad that I did that because it was the right thing that's
0: good um, and I'm glad you've said that because I think as soon as you have a baby and, and I, I mean I wanted to include this bit because um, you know it's important for people to have advice from yeah. people but i think when you first have a bit as soon as you get pregnant people mm. start oh, chucking advice at you there's no other like, time in life Jesus. where
1: people feel just this this kind of strangers right. yeah, like complete strangers like they have a hundred percent right to, yeah and it, it masquerades as advice it but does. it's not it's instruction yeah, yeah. You know, you must... Because the amount of sentences that start with, you have to do this, yep. you must do this, you do know, don't you, that. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not advice, it's or when I had a baby,
0: I yeah. did this. All, yeah. right. all right, great, good well, for well you. Well done. Yeah, Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and, yeah,
1: and it does just... People it people launch this stuff yeah. at you from all directions. It's so true. And I think it would, it would be very easy to just kind of think, oh, okay, well, like you say, with your first baby, baby in particular... Mm. To kind of go okay well you know they must have they must know because they've had three children yeah full, you know but you your instincts are so important and they're there for a reason yeah trust them and I every time in my life not just with motherhood but every time in my life that I've trusted my instincts things have gone well yeah every time things have gone wrong it's when I haven't trusted my instincts it's when I've let the kind of the other voice go over it and go well no but it's probably okay because of x y and z
0: yeah or you
1: know so and so said that so it's probably okay no trust your instincts yes
0: yeah. yeah yeah fair enough yeah um, i totally agree with that
1: and i think been the guilt yeah as well because there's far too much of it around, yeah, especially could've. with 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 mothers there's far too much of it around and actually you can't be perfect and as long as your child you know you love your child unconditionally and they know that you're there for them yeah they can come to you and that you're honest and straightforward with them yeah there's not much else you can do no um being a martyr would not be a good model for
0: them no I think I've learned I have learned that this last five years because a big aspect of being a twin or a multiple mom is guilt because you feel guilty that you're spending more time with one than the other yeah, immediately from the day that you from become a mum. Day one. You know, yeah. not when you've got another child that you're bringing into the equation. Yeah, exactly. They're both there together from the the, the get go. Yeah. And it was literally like, Oh am I picking Lewis up more than I'm picking Harris up? and Yeah, that must be tricky. Yeah, it was and as we as we as they got older people started to ask things like, oh, do you love one more than the other? Or, you know, do you... No. And then you start to, like, manifest what? that, and you're like, do I? Do, do I? Do yeah. I? You know, and then, you know, they'll say, oh, well, you you always seem to be spending more time with Lewis than you do with Harris, and... And sometimes some of the feedback is is you know is feedback it is feedback, feedback. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and yeah. yeah yeah sometimes I kind of go okay yeah you've got you have got point I have probably done a lot more with one than the other, but then it it yeah it's just it's learning to kind of go Do you know what whatever and one mm-hmm. of the biggest things that my midwife said to me, and I mean the twin team in Leeds, the, they are amazing, the midwife team. Like, yeah. they're, they're awesome. Like They got me through some tough times. And I'll never forget one of them. Um, she was like the assistant, Carla the Calder. And she was like, um, you know, out of all of the advice that anyone will ever give you, she was like, when you feel like you feel guilty or you feel like something's going wrong and you're worried about the impact on them... Put yourself in your shoot in that scenario and think about them when they are your age. Will they remember that? Mm. Do you mm. remember when you were a year old or mm. two year old and your mum did X or Y? Yeah, no, no. you don't. No. and that's what you get hung up about. Is oh god, I put them in front of TV. Do they remember that? Mm. Do they hell as like? But
1: also, even if they do, they remember it in a different way. Yeah, to, exactly. To how you do. Exactly. I mean, you know that that kind of. That example that I gave earlier of, of um, I hope the Charlie and Lola yeah, uh, box set with the chocolate and the strawberries and I was feeling really anxious and guilty mm. and stressed. She just remembers that as a cozy thing. Yeah, as a nice actually, thing. Sure, so that was that was cozy. Oh, you let like,
0: you allowed me yeah, to exactly. like it's a treat. Well, that was and really like, cozy like, afternoon, yeah. wasn't it,
1: Mummy? Like, yeah. yes, yes, okay, yes, it was. Yeah. So they they will um, process things differently yeah. to you anyway and also the other thing is is that you know you can't like I said earlier you can't be perfect you can't always do things right you will make mistakes and I made I made lots of mistakes and I think you know sometimes I've said to Mabel I'm really sorry about that that was the wrong thing yeah and, it's, and, we've and I think had, that's good we've had a conversation about it and I've said yeah you know I I always try and do what I
0: think is right at the yeah. time but I don't always get it right and I'm yeah. sorry about that um I think that's a good way and I, I do that already. You know, I yeah. will sometimes I will blow up. Yeah. Especially in this bloody heat. It's been yeah. you know, it's hard exactly. and I will snap. Yeah. But I will always apologise. Yeah, I and think I will, that's really you important. Know, yeah. I will always go back to them and go, Look, yeah. I'm sorry, Mummy is just a bit stressed. They understand what stressed means. Yeah. You know, and it's not we're not hiding things from them. No. You know, they understand things to do with mental health and stuff. And we yeah. talk about feelings. And, you know, sometimes when feels angry, that yeah. doesn't define me. No. I'm not angry. And it's okay
1: to have those yeah, emotions it's as the same well, way that they do sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, so. exactly. So I think, and I think the other thing I'd say as well is that, you know, all of those things have been the case with Mabel. And she's almost 20. And she's fine. Yeah. You know, she hasn't... Because I sat her in front of Charlie and Lola, or sometimes yeah. temple, or was sometimes yeah. not on top form, yeah. or didn't always make the right decision. You know what? She's she she hasn't turned out to be a career criminal.
0: No. Um,
1: <laughs> you know yeah, she so she's actually you know she's a she's a well balanced, successful, lovely, yeah. kind, funny person.
0: I think that's a really you know? really lovely lovely thing. Yeah. I really do, and I think that's that's something that I think a lot of mums and dads. Mm. We'll take it from from this. I really think so. Oh, I know good. I will. Yeah, good. Oh, thank you. All you can do is your best. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's we're all we're all just winging it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I knew why I'd called it. Nice. <laughs> what one product couldn't you uh, parent without?
1: Um, I think. Well, thinking back to when Mabel was a child, I think probably picture books. I adore picture books. So does she. Um, they are lovely. I used to read them to her before I even gave birth to her.
0: Yeah, yeah um, I, I, used I to re- did. Stories. I used to read did my you? bump stories. Oh, funny. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I was the only loony that did no, no, that. No, no, we both. <laughs> I loved it. That was my yeah. my moment with them. Yeah. Matt used yeah. to. On me, also, that's like, what are you doing? No, I read the
1: complete works of Winnie the Pooh to her while I was pregnant. Oh, nice, yeah. (laughs) um, I did some
0: Rodal. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I
1: love Rodal. Yeah, or Rodal, as as Mabel used to call (laughs) it Rodal. Rodal. All
0: one word. Rodal. Rodal. Do we read bit of Rodal? (laughs) Okay. Oh, I love them. um, <laughs> I'm so pleased to find somebody else. That's yeah, I, yeah, no, I
1: read. Yeah, so I read all of um, all of Winnie the Pooh and a load, bunch of other stuff yeah. as well, and, and some picture books when when I was pregnant, and then just carried that through, and it was such a big part of of you know, when we develop routines and yeah. stuff like that and just she would just go everywhere with a picture book.
0: Oh, that's so um, lovely.
1: She always had a picture book in her hand and we almost like a security blanket. Yeah, yeah, and we always read we read them at night as well. Yeah um, and even then when she was older as well, you know, sometimes if she was having a tricky time with something, I think it's like a, a for security. it's like will you get in bed with me, Mummy, and read me a picture yeah. book you know and it was so it was um quite a big feature of her childhood and and our time spent together as well and I think there's such wonderful things for being able to open up conversations about yes, different things and 100% to allow them to talk about how they feel or things that've happened or yeah. you know all sorts of stuff or yeah. to you know to think about different things and also to ignite imagination as mm. well and creativity. Oh we love
0: books. We've we've always had from the day that they came home we always read them a bedtime book. Yeah. And that is yeah. always whether we're camping in the middle of nowhere or at home or somewhere else like like their grandparents do, do it as well, and they always have yeah. two books, a book each, yeah. every night before bed. Brilliant, and yeah. we love it. And that that's always that's our time with them as well, yeah. and I I love that time with yeah. them. Yeah, it's special. Yeah, it's really it really special. is. It yeah. is, and and I can see now, and even school say, you know, they they're so. Lewis loves his books. He mm. loves immersing himself in a story. Harris is definitely going to be creative like me. He's he's going to be in design or something because he's <laughs> he's so his imagination I mean he was telling me last night he was like he's he's suffering with nightmares oh. and he's having always monsters and stuff so I was like well why don't you imagine them so your imagination is so good that you're imagining these yeah. these monsters imagine them with tutus on
1: yeah
0: you know i dancing and you know has it, he got where the wild things are
1: no no then it's, it's picture, a, picture book Morris Sendak Right. Okay. Getting where the wild things are. Yeah, I that's, love that one. That's brilliant. then it's, yeah. it's got it loads of monsters in it. But oh, I great. love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: It's just it's 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 that whole like storytelling. Yeah. I just love it. Exactly. exactly. And they they're such good storytellers as well. Like sometimes I'm like, where have you made that? Like, where where's that come from? Well, that's
1: the brilliant thing about them, though, isn't it? As well, when they're that age, they don't put the kinds of restrictions on their thinking that we might tend to when we get older.
0: Very and true. so their
1: imagination is just free to wander. And I think the more that you can harness that with creative things like reading stories, getting them to do craft stuff and, you know, being out in the in the woods and, you know, just talking about yeah. what the badgers and the squirrels might be doing and, yeah. you know, making up funny stories and like that, I think it sets them up to have a really good imagination later yeah. in life. Yeah, it's is, got to say something, on not it? Yeah, I think Definitely. so.
0: Definitely question for mummy. At the end of every episode I give you, the guest, the opportunity to ask me a question. (laughs) Now I have no idea what you're gonna ask me. No. No, I'm totally unprepared for this so this could go
1: (laughs) anywhere.
0: So yeah, your your turn to
1: and I also really? don't know if this is the kind of question you're expecting to be asked. Oh, no, okay. So I don't know,
0: I don't know. Definitely Just... could go anywhere, like, could it? <laughs> People don't know me, wow. <laughs> I'll, try, I'll try and be sensible.
1: I think, the thing I was wondering about is that, so I was very aware when Mabel was born uh, that of the different world that she would be growing up in to mm. the one that I grew up in. Right. Um And... You know, and even now, I think you know how different things are from when I was nineteen. You know, it's, a, it's such a different world now. Yeah. Um. So I was wondering, but your your boys are obviously different, completely different generation. Yeah. To, to Mabel, so and you're younger than I am by some years. <laughs> um, <laughs> think is it, <it's> that much. <laughs> so, um, I suppose I was wondering what what do you think is different about the world that your boys are growing up in compared to the one that you grew up in, and what effect do you think
0: that has on them and your relationship with mm. them? That's a really good question. And it's one, that, if I'm honest, I do I do worry about it. I do. Do you? Yeah. Why, Why do you worry um, about it? I think it's a very heavy media yeah. world. Yeah. It's very online and like I imagine most parents right now, things like, you know, the artificial intelligence and all this going into other worlds, you know, the metaverse and stuff like this. Yeah. Although I can see it as amazing opportunities, at the same time, it scares me to death. Mm. Mm. You know, the idea of all of these horrible sci-fi movies. Yeah. Coming true. Come to life. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a weird balance, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, I mean, social media wasn't really a thing when I was at school. I I, think we forget how recent it is sometimes because we're so used to it now. Definitely, and I mean, it is literally, it is here and it it isn't going anywhere and it will always be a part of my boy's life. Yes. You know, and technology is going to be more so... I mean, bloody hell, I remember having a pager when I was a kid. That's... Get you. you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and that was as far as. Who put you on call, Danny. It's <laughs> like my mum. Your mum put you on my call. My mum put me on call. Right. Dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy, that, not it? <laughs> but yeah, um, she advanced from the shouting and banging on a pan, you know, the front step yeah. to let's get you a picture. <laughs>
1: walkie talkies were a thing when i was a yeah, kid. Gotcha. my cousin and i had had walkie talkies and we yeah. just thought it was the most exciting thing ever i think
0: they've still got a place me yeah i love them definitely we never did Camp anything
1: in. constructive but it was just the novelty of it like you go upstairs into that room and i'll stay down here and yeah. then you say something and then like okay then yeah. just, over. over, so over. exciting it's so exciting <laughs> what
0: now <laughs> roger roger who's <laughs> roger <laughs> like who is he but it's so true. He never turns up. He just he never comes. Never no. Arrives, never never no. arrives.
1: Uh, very unreliable. Yeah,
0: definitely. Project.
1: But he's probably busy running the, the
0: walkie-talkie back. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. probably concerned about where his kids are <laughs> growing up and all. But yeah, I mean that that is that. Yeah, it is something that I think about a lot, and I try not to think about it that much, mm. and just take each year at a time, mm. you know, because. Mm. God, if you start reading some of the stuff, we're not even going to exist in two years' time when AI takes over the world. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, yeah, I just I as a as a parent as as parents together, you know, Matt and I are a team, and um, we approach everything together, and we are extremely honest. Yeah, with them, we don't hide anything from them. We talk about our worries on a night. Yeah, they have worry dolls. They tell their worries to yeah. their dolls. And um, we talk about gratitude and we, you know, we're very, we're very open. Yeah. We still sit round the dinner table.
1: I think that's such a valuable thing. Yeah, it uh, really Mabel is. And I did that. And, and, and it's, you know, when I think back, some of the most valuable conversations
0: that we've ever had have either been in the car. Yeah. Or round the dinner table. Yeah. And that's um, something I will always hold on to is you know, as long as you live under my roof, we will sit down and have yeah. meals together because, yeah. and there will be no digital at that table when no. we do so. No. no, Because I miss that when mm. my parents split up. Right. I miss that time with my family. Mm. So it's mm. something that I want to keep hold of. So yeah. no matter what happens in the world and yeah. where we do
1: go... We will be doing that. You know that they can rely on. They know that they can rely on the fact that at the end of the day, you'll sit around the, the table yeah. and eat a meal together.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's the end of the first episode. Um, I'd like to just say thank you to Annabelle for joining me and for being my first uh, guinea pig, as we said in the beginning. Um, as you can see, we you know we covered a lot <laughs> during that episode, uh, but hopefully you found it useful and relatable. Uh, if you'd like to um, send me any messages about anything else that you'd like to, for us to talk about, or if you've got any questions you'd like me to answer, then please feel free to send me them. Um and also just you know a little heads up um, um at the beginning I know that there was a bit of uh, noise in the background basically as we were filming um my next door neighbour's kids decided to play on the trampoline so that's what you can hear in the first bit uh, and then we moved inside so um anyway um. At the end of all the episodes, I do like to ask my guest's children to um, answer a question for me. as a nice little surprise to their mums or dads. Um, So basically, I spoke to Mabel, Annabelle's daughter, and I asked her to let me know what she loved most about her mum. So over to to Mabel and um, see you on the next episode. Thanks. <laughs> um,
1: well, I lo- and there are lots of things that I love about her, but um, the main thing really is that um, I know that she always sets high standards as a mother and what, and you know, what she should be as a mother. And these are things that are always unshakable, and I can always rely on with her. So um, I never really have to about
0: anything changing which well. just the fact that she you know sets high standards for being a decent person you know brilliant mother is something that is um, you know always unmoving and I can always um,
1: count on happening just that I know that she's always gonna be there and nothing's gonna change
0: any of those things really.